Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. Mountain time is 7.40. Texas time is 8.40. And if you're Michigan or the East Coast, then it is going to be 9.40 in the morning. Thrilled that you're able to join us this morning. If you ever have any thoughts about future calls, topics for future calls that you'd like covered, feel free to share them either before or after the call because we do take those under serious consideration and I do do some research and find some interesting information to share with you about various different things. With that being said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with an education background. Been with New Skin since, um, I want to say, I think it was, I came on board July of 2009. Started out with um, the vitamins, the vitamins and the vitality, as it was called then before it became R squared. <clears throat> Not R, all right, R squared? I think so. Um, the age lock that vitality came out after the, I, I was there before that came out. Vitamins did a huge amount of difference in my life and really bumped up my scanner score. But when Vitality came out, that really increased my energy and was made life really much more comfortable for me since I lead a very hectic, crazy life. I did the R's. R90 program, which is the immediate predecessor before the TR90 program, uh, I was already exercising three and a half to four hours a week, moderately to heavily, and not seeing any improvement over my overall body. When the R with the TR90, when it came out, within about six months, I dropped 20 body inches. I didn't lose an ounce, so looking at the scales does not necessarily give you a good idea. Looking at how your clothes fit, taking measurements about once a month um, really will give you a better idea of what's happening with your body if you're losing body fat. If you have an Amman scale or one of the scales that actually measures body fat and muscle mass, that's going to be more accurate than just a regular old bathroom scale. With that being said, our TR90 program is one really clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. If you're a larger person, you may want to add a fourth meal with 30 grams of protein in there. Drinking plenty of water to stay hydrated. Hydration is Another key part of this, the current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, the minimum you should be drinking of water should be 50 ounces of water. If you're exercising heavily or if you are in a very humid area, you will need to increase that because with that, if you'll, you'll be losing body moisture and you need to replenish that. If you're exercising heavily and you're drinking plenty of water, periodically take just the tiniest little pinch of like sea salt or non or salt and drop it into your water because it will help. Um, the salt will help bind the water to your body a little bit better, so that you're not losing so many fluids. 
30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, seven seven to nine hours of rest daily. Um, That your body does all sorts of resets throughout the night while you're sleeping. So the better your rest and the better you'll feel in the morning, but also it also helps with that fat loss. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables included into this TR90 lifestyle. In fact, the more vegetables, the better, the higher quality of the vegetables. So I'm finding the more organic I go, the better off I am because it doesn't have some of the other chemicals in it that would um, create other issues. Taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if it's at all possible. And the reasoning for that is the the supplements will be onboarding your system when the nutrition hits your stomach so that it will actually um, work more efficiently and synergistically. But if you're not able to take it 15 to 20 minutes ahead, take it with your meal because it will still work. It's just it won't work quite as effectively as it would if it was 15 to 20 minutes before. So I've talked about sleep, I've talked about water, I've talked about the exercise, what the actual meal plan is, and I'm going to jump into the topic of what um, I was starting to share on Tuesday, and the information is coming out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And I was starting to talk about, I started the talk on Tuesday about blueberries and why they are one of the superfoods and why we should be including um, blueberries, cranberries, and any other type of berry into our health style or into our lifestyle. So I'm going to start out with a side note of fresh versus frozen. New data on frozen berries yields some very interesting and encouraging news for those of us, probably most people, who can only get fresh berries for a short period of time. Indications are that the frozen berries provide all the benefits of fresh. A European study compared two groups of healthy older men, age 60, and found that those eating frozen berries daily had a 32 to 51% higher blood level of quercetin, a powerful anti-cancer, antioxidant flavonoid, than those who ate no berries. The results showed that eating even frozen berries can significantly boost your body's level of powerful disease-fighting flavonoids. So the next section is actually called the Maine Paradox, as in the state of Maine. Perhaps you've heard of the French paradox, the term that refers to the seemingly seeming ability of the French to experience less cardiovascular disease than would be expected given their penchant for rich cheeses and other high-fat foods. It's been speculated that the solution to this riddle is that the French love wine. Well, now we have another contender for that top cardio-protective food, blueberries. A recent study found that blueberries deliver 38% more free radical 
fighting anthocyanins than red wine. And in one study, a four-ounce drink of white wine contained about 0.47 micro MMOL of antioxidants. Red wine contained 2.04 MMOL. And I think that's supposed to be probably micromilliliters of um, percent of that drink. And a drink made from high bush blueberries delivered a 2.42 MMOL of these powerful antioxidants. So it it's above the um, red wine, you have a 0.4% more MMOL if you're eating blueberries. Nothing is more delicious than a bowl of yogurt topped with fresh blueberries and perhaps a sprinkle of wheat germ. In the past, this was a treat that we did enjoy only a few months in the, in the summer when blueberries are at their peak. Fortunately, there's been a revolution in blueberry availability. No doubt due to the publicity that they've received as superfood status and the public clamor for them. Frozen blueberries, including those that are frozen organic ones, are available at very reasonable prices in a variety of stores. I always keep some in my freezer. Wild blueberries have even more antioxidants than commercial varieties and are often found in the frozen berry section of such markets as Trader Joe's. Wyman's Wild Blueberry 100% Juice is another product that contains wild blueberries. If fresh berries are unavailable, I put a cup or so of frozen berries in a container in the refrigerator to defrost overnight so that I can sprinkle them on my cereal or yogurt the next morning. When making a smoothie, I just use frozen berries. Uh, Not only does Dr. Pratt do that, but when I go to make my shakes in the morning, I quite frequently toss in frozen blueberries. You can toss berries while still frozen into pancake, muffin, and quick bread batters. Don't forget purple grapes. Packed with disease-fighting phytonutrients, they're readily available and can be fresh in 100% juice or in jams. They're delicious, out of hand, and also good. Believe it or not, from the freezer. Oh, as a summer treat, I really like those because both the frozen grapes and the frozen blueberries, they've got a nice little crunch to them. Frozen grapes make a refreshing snack on a hot day. So how to avoid... Alzheimer's disease, Here are a few, there are a few diseases more feared than Alzheimer's, and no doubt because any mental disorder is frightening. Moreover, this affliction has become so common that many people find their lives touched by it. Of course, one of the tragedies of Alzheimer's is that entire families are affected as they must bear the responsibility of helping loved ones with this disease. There are currently about 4.5 million Americans with Alzheimer's, and the number is expected to rise to 16 million by the year 2050. Women seem to be at most at risk, although the precise reason for the development of Alzheimer's is still somewhat of a mystery. 
the lifetime risk for Alzheimer's disease is reported to be 12 to 19% of women over the age of 65 and 6 to 10% for men of the same age. We do know that some cases are linked to genetic susceptibility, while others may be due to damage from tiny strokes resulting in decreased blood flow to the brain. It's also clear that cardiovascular risk factors, including obesity, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol, are associated with the cognitive decline we recognize as Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's disease is a form of dementia. Dementia affects about 10% of the adult population over 65 and about 45% of those over the age of 85. Alzheimer's disease is the most common form of dementia. It's generally defined as an irreversible progressive decline in memory, language skills, orientation in time and space, and the ability to perform routine tasks. Since it now stands that one out of two of us who are reading this are slated to develop Alzheimer's or some form of dementia if we live long enough, efforts at prevention are certainly well advised. Fortunately, there are steps we can take to reduce our risk for developing Alzheimer's. Like all health style recommendations, the positive changes you adopt to avoid Alzheimer's disease will also help you avoid a host of other debilitating conditions. Like most disease, Alzheimer's begins decades ahead of onset of clinical symptoms. The brain changes very slowly, so you do have time to take steps now. Indeed, one study of 13,000 women from the Nurses' Health Study found that women who ate the most superfood vegetables like spinach and broccoli and Brussels sprouts in their 50s and 60s showed less cognitive decline in their 70s compared with the women who ate less of these vegetables. In general, a health style of abundant superfoods, adequate exercise, and stress control is the best defense against this disease. Overall, since the brain relies on optimum blood flow, adequate nutrients, and the right balance of fats, those are the three areas that need special attention if we want to preserve optimum cognitive ability long into our senior years. We know for sure that a healthy cardiovascular system is the foundation for a healthy brain. So that is the bedrock of an effective Alzheimer's defense. So here are some guidelines for avoiding Alzheimer's. Eat fish, particularly the fatty varieties like wild Alaska salmon, regularly. Dr. Pratt recommends three ounces four times a week since omega-3 fatty acids, particularly the DHA, one of the fats found in fish is a primary component of brain cell membranes and is known to directly promote brain health. An adequate intake of fish, the best food source, is the cornerstone of any Alzheimer's avoidance program. Keep your blood pressure low, ideally below 120 over 80 or lower. We know that hypertension is a risk factor for developing Alzheimer's disease. Keep your weight at optimum levels. Obesity is another risk factor for Alzheimer's disease. Feed your brain with superfoods. 
A constant supply of glucose is required, so look at co- to complex carbohydrates, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, to provide a steady, healthy source of fuel. And in one study, 28 healthy elderly people who took 3.5 tablespoons of sugar enhanced recall and flu- verbal fluency compared to the control group who took saccharin. Oh, this kind of goes back to Frank's sharing yesterday of the diet soda. Yet another study of Alzheimer's patients found that increasing blood glucose levels improved memory by 100% in some subjects. The point is not to increase your sugar intake, but rather to try to give your brain a steady supply of glucose that it needs from complex carbs. These studies also point to the biological plausibility that long-term low-carb diets might have a negative effect on the brain. Check your homocysteine levels. One study found that the presence of elevated homocysteine could nearly double the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. If your levels are high, be sure to take a multivitamin with the recommended daily allowance for all the B vitamins, especially folate, B6, and B12. Have a complete blood count, or CBC, if you're sure to be sure you're not anemic, as low iron stores are implicated in neurological deficits. Do not, however, take an iron supplement without consulting your healthcare provider. Aim for a total cholesterol between 200 milligrams D and an LDL-C of 70 milligrams. High cholesterol promotes atherosclerosis or hardening of the arteries and may contribute to the brain plaques that are typical of Alzheimer's. Aim for a fasting glucose of less than 100 during your annual physical. Be wise about your alcohol intake. Exercise. Exercise increases blood flow to the brain and reduces the production of stress hormones such as cortisol that can have an adverse effect on the brain. Socialized relationships with others seems to play an important role in brain health. Seek out regular social interaction, especially as you age, and might have less routine contact with those in work situations. Lower your risk for diabetes, as this disease is a risk factor in developing Alzheimer's. Eat blueberries, one cup fresh or frozen, or its sidekicks daily. Blueberries are brain berries. They seem to have a powerful effect on the preservation of cognitive ability. Eat avocado. Prime, uh, preliminary research suggests that this fruit works in similar fashion to blueberries in promoting brain health. Avoid trans fats. Concentrate on a high dietary intake of vitamin C and E. Also consider taking a supplement of vitamin C and E. These vitamins may help lower your risk for Alzheimer's. If you take E supplements, be sure that they contain all eight forms of vitamin E, four tocrophols and four tocotrienophols. Take 100 to 200 international units of natural vitamin E and 200 to 500 milligrams of vitamin C daily as there may be a relationship between low intake of dietary beta-carotene and cognitive decline, 
boost your intake of this important nutrient with the superfood pumpkin. Try pumpkin smoothies, pumpkin soups, pumpkin puddings. Spinach is also a good source of beta carotene. Consider taking ginkgo biloba extract. Although the data is not clear, the Cochrane reviews stated in 2002, overall there is promising evidence of improvement in cognitive and function associated with ginkgo. There is no established amount but the typical dose is between 120 to 240 milligrams per day divided into two or three doses, but do consult your health care provider before taking ginkgo biloba in conjunction with other blood thinners such as aspirin, as there is an additive effect. Consider taking acetyl L-carnitine, the substance mimics the action of acetylcholine, or the major nerve transmitter in the brain, and it may affect, may have efficiency in retarding the aging of cellular mitochondria, the energy factor in cells. And many feel that this is the key to increasing longevity. Spice it up. Preliminary data suggests that turmeric may play a role in preventing and/or treating Alzheimer's. Calorie restriction may prevent Alzheimer's disease and other aging disorders. And the last one is increase your niacin intake. A recent study of 6,158 men and women age 65 and older reported an inverse association between Alzheimer's disease and age-related cognitive decline, dietary intakes, and total niacin from food and supplements. Also, niacin from foods only. The excellent sources of niacin include turkey, chicken breast, tuna, wild salmon, sardines, Alaskan halibut, peanut butter, and vitamin-enriched cold cereals. So I think I'm going to stop it there, and I probably ran way over for today. Of course I did. I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. If you're looking to jump over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, they already started about two minutes ago. Sorry to have run over my friends, but I wanted to make sure I got through that whole list because I didn't want to step part way through. <laughs> Don't be sorry. That was great information. Thank you so much. Very, very oh, good. Oh, you are, you are most welcome. That, and I, like I said, I didn't want to stop halfway through the list because I'm going, no, this is too important. Just go to the end. <laughs> and we were awfully uh, close to the end anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Have a great day. Oh, I will. It's going to be jam-packed, but lots of fun. So okay. everybody have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow with Miss Victoria and one of her lovely meditations. It'll be fabulous. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. Okay. Take care. Bye.